0: Welcome back to B Side Stories. Now we do have one King Homeboy in the studio. <laughs> Woo!
1: Thanks for having me here for your free programming. Um, this is a couple of times I've been here over, over my over my career. Different programming has been I've been here, but um, it's, it's always cool to come back here for someone's <laughs> someone's programming, especially on you know on Cousin Street. It's like the you know yeah if you're from Wellington. Um, and, you know, where this place is, um, Cuba Mall is just pretty much just down the road, you know, but the fountains and and open breaks and people just uh, being people down
2: there, so... Yeah. People being people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: which is so important for a city.
2: <laughs> All right, for so sure. for those of you in the audience who don't know King Homeboy, which is probably people, just people who are new to Wellington, really. <laughs> and you've our been overseas a listeners, we
0: have a few overseas listeners. <laughs> Hi, overseas listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've
2: been a fixture of Wellington music scene and Cuba Street and much more for a long time now. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, local beatboxer, busker. Yeah. I know that you're a mentor to some, an idol to many, yeah. and <laughs> I think anyone who's walked up Cuba Street in the evening, any sometime in the last twenty years, would have seen you out there doing your thing, usually surrounded by a very appreciative audience. Yeah. So I kind of just <laughs> in awe in what you can do with your vocal um, vocal tracts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our introduction to you oh, you're welcome to introduce yourself further if you uh, wish
1: well um I'll just do some of the uh, 1b5 uh, profiles that we used to do back at school so um born and bred in Newtown went to school winter to, went to primary school and intermediate at um, Saint Anne's in um, Newtown then uh then um, 1996 I went to St Patrick's College in Kilburnie um, uh, I was class of two thousand um, height at the moment because it's fluctuated over the years. Um, <laughs> um, I think currently I'm at one point nine six, but because my posture's not the greatest. Um, weight, I'm not gonna tell you that <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Favorite food: any food with uh, any food cooked by by people who I care. So in, in, even if it tastes not great, the fact that I'm having them with them, you know. Yeah. Favorite. Um, yeah. uh, Favourite music or, or music that I like. <laughs> even even bad ones because it makes me appreciate all the good ones. Um uh favorite film got so many, you know, but one that used to resonate with me a lot when it first came out was um was uh, a night's tale. Uh, with um oh, damn it, it just went mild Oh is around. that Heath Ledger. Uh, yeah, Heath Ledger
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Heath Ledger. You know, um
1: <laughs> you know, like ever since that movie came out, you know, I always and I always felt like my whole career, I'd be trying to change the stars myself, you know, like, especially growing up and, you know, back in the 80s, you know, as a half Kokada and half Māori kid, um, where a lot of stereotypes and a lot of statistics were against me already before before I started growing, you know, it's so like I was more likely to end up smoking, which I don't, more likely to be, to be an alcoholic, which I, don't drink at all, and you know, more likely to end up being on drugs, which I'm not at all, you know. So, so I'm actually totally totally the opposite. Um even then, you know, just like so many um stories of uh older Karen's I wish I had known knowing how to use that name back then <laughs> I would have been so rich by now. You know? But you know, just um it's it's been a struggle, but I never realized it because I thought it was normal. Yeah, you know, but yeah, um, there's heaps of things that I've done, which is a long list. But we really need to get through these uh, questions. <laughs> well,
2: I think that you've kind of started on this, but we're kind of keen to hear a bit about the kind of main influences that made you, I guess, the person, but also the musician producer that you are today. Oh man, yes. which which angle
1: to start this from? Because um, usually, most people ask me. Um, you know, what got me into music, you know? And um, I could just start from, cause it's, yeah, there's so many angles on, on this, cause there's so many beginnings, so many endings um, in, my, in my career. Cause I've picked up so many different um, uh, art forms as well. You know, I'm no longer singular. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll just start from 1998 winter. Uh, I was sick and I had the flu and, uh, back then state TV <laughs> only had three channels, mm-hmm. you know, unless if you paid for sky TV, which was so, you know, which was a little, a little bit expensive back then. Um, but if you didn't have it yet, you, st- you know, just normal, um, uh, three, three channels to choose from. And, um, like channel one and channel two were always, were always, uh, on in the morning, but if you had to wait for TV three, you had to wait until lunchtime, you know, before that start. Because like all the morning programs would would, would go and then we'll stop around about just after ten, after the early bird show. <laughs> Russell Rusta and you
0: remember and Susie all Ket- this? This is amazing. Susie Kato Susie Kato yeah. I know,
1: love Susie Kato yeah. You know, she's she, that was the first gig. That was the first gig. But, yeah, uh, that show the early bird show. Um, You know. Like so many happy memories there. Um so yeah, so until until um lunchtime you had to wait. And um, the first programme on there was, was Oprah. So, so I no, was
0: 98, you're homesick. Yeah. How, homesick, old, how old were you then, then
1: Um I was I was fifteen uh, at the time. And um I was sick and I had the flu. I had to stay home. And it was the typical Welly to winter's weather. It was <laughs> it was zero degrees, you know, the 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 windows were were like all all fog well not fogged up but just condensation you know, pretty much like looked like ice ice sheets you on, on the house more than windows that's how frozen it was and I was in the lounge you know just next to my um next to the fireplace uh, just waiting for Oprah to start up while I had a <laughs> big jug of Milo and a packet of Tim Tams you know that my that my father bought for me because you know, I was sick. <laughs> And I was waiting, and I was all of a sudden started coffee. I was like, <coughs> "This is a this is a demonstration." So yeah. I take this seriously. <laughs> and I was like, <coughs> <coughs> and then the next moment, all of a sudden, this happened. That's <coughs> with like the epiphany, yeah. sort of aha. Not an uh aha moment, but that's, it was that moment that I, at first I was like, huh? That's why I was thinking to my head and then it again, I was like, Then eventually, and for some reason, (laughs) And (laughs) then, after a brief moment, I was like, Nah, whatever, nah, whatever, (laughs) I was was just laughing to myself, you know, Um, uh, just to shorten this next bit, um, about a month later, my curiosity got the better of me, because I I went into my school's library, because Google at the time, the internet was around then, but it was on... Oh, up like internet. Yeah, I really remember that, you know, <laughs> trying to load a page, you know. Just a normal page yeah. used to take, like, about between 20 to a minute, 20 seconds to a minute to load up, depending if it had images on there, you. you know. Too many images could be, like, five minutes and it could stop because of the script. Um,
0: and you couldn't use your phone while you were doing Oh, it. oh yeah, especially
1: if you download it. For how many times, you know, get to 99%, you know, downloading a five-minute song, that would have taken, like, half an hour to two hours, you know, to download. And then all of a sudden here, there's hello? <laughs> hey, <laughs> who picked up the phone? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, off they run, you know, skedaddle out, out of there. Don't want to get in trouble. I
0: don't think we've had Foley sound effects in here before.
1: Is right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you, know, you got to have something, you know, story time, you <laughs> yeah. And today on BBC One We have King Homeboy narrating his own story
2: We're
1: on episode 26 Where we see King Homeboy Trying to download a song illegally
2: <laughs>
1: And this is brought to you by Napster <laughs> Ah, what the hell <laughs> yeah. so, um, so back to the story So um, Google had just golden pa- it just celebrated its, its one millionth hit uh, Search hit Which is you know which is which means um its one millionth page has been had been uploaded onto its website. Now, uh, just to give you a perspective on the volume of this, um, that then compared to now is like, just think of uh, ninety Mile Beach and up north, and that's what Google is now and Google back then the tenth the one millionth hit on. On their page being uploaded would have just been like half a grain of sand out it's um, how yeah. uh, small it was back then but it was so celebrated because it was still progressing anyway because of that there wasn't much information being uploaded onto its site let alone being boxing so I had to do some thorough research in our school library and found it under found it under our vocal percussion and um, from there on, you know, the whole world just opened up, you know, a world that had actually been around me the whole time, but I never, you know, got into it or fully recognised it until, until then. And then that's when, like, you know, artists that I've been listening to without realising, like the Fat Boys, um, uh, Dougie Fresh and, and Slick Rick, them, them doing their one as well, right, um... Uh, Bobby McFerrin <laughs> as well, yeah, he, he is a vocal percussionist yeah. as well. Um, you know, though I'd be happy, you know. He's a little song I wrote. You know, even Michael Jackson. Michael yep. Jackson has him and his <laughs> you know. The the famous um the famous excerpt from him doing on Oprah, him um, showing her you know, how he used to create his songs and his um in that tree of his, us, he used to just sit down, and that's how he used to come up with his instrumentals, just making noise with his with his voice, you know. Um, and he, you know, and, and even like in the middle where he singing, he's like, uh, I come, summer, uh, uh, come and say, uh, uh. You know, <laughs> that, yeah. that breathing, that, that's him um, trying to add the snare <laughs> and keeping on time and all that. Um, but yeah, after that moment of me discovering, yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's beginning of such a wild, amazing journey that I've been on, you know, like I've been up and down this country with it. I've met so many, Awesome artists, you know, that I've watched on TV as a young kid myself, or even as a young adult, seen, you know, from, like, Radio of Pictures, you know, back in the 80s, and then, like, what now? And then RTR Countdown, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then later on, like, Juice TV, and <laughs> the, the C4. Um, and, like, um, you know, when I look back at it, it's like, I, I super won, <laughs> I, I definitely super one, and I'm and I'm still, you know, I'm still, I'm still appreciative that I'm still able to, um, uh, able to make bread with, yeah. with this talent, um, and I've been able to branch out to other, other art forms as well, and yeah, just the many people who I've met along the way, you know, including yourselves now, you're you're added to that, you know, um,
0: there must be so many yeah it it is
1: you know like anybody's life is so many you know um rather be you know rather be at, um be proficient at something or not you know it still is just a just a sheer volume of it so um you know and and to know that um that i still got quite a few years you know um left in this body of mine you know to see many more other characters you know it's still you know it will always be up to me, that's, you know, people talk about opportunities and chance and fate. I always I always think that, you know, it, it becomes the whole, uh, if, if you get given the answers straight away before you do a test, you, yes, you write down all the answers during the test, but would you still learn, you mm. know? And even there, would you still do it? That's it's still the person's option, you know? I can give so much advice To people but it's still up to that person whether they take it or not or how they use it um and so therefore you know when i when i do see an opportunity come up i can see it but it's up to me to take it or not because maybe something else is happening maybe like a family member's dying and i don't want (laughs) to i want to miss out on their last moments or anything but hey you know um, so,
0: uh, tell us about some of the opportunities that you have had and
1: oh, taken. Um, well, uh, joining Omega Supreme mm-hmm. um, as, a, as, a, as another as another beginning story here, um, just down here on on Cuba Street. Um, it was a Tuesday night, and I had sort of see my walked out. Well, I sort of see my left my job at that point. I was working nightfall at at um at uh, Woolworths or what is now called countdown supermarkets <laughs> and um because I had a urge you know I had a itch to go out busking in a MP boxing and try to perfect what I what I believe I was good at. And one of my real dear friend of mine um, who's also who's also the leader of um Omega Supreme Captain I'm on star um he was, he was, uh, you know, because we've been, we uh, friends since I was a teenager, you know, forever, forever thankful for him, you know. Like I definitely have him in my epitaph somewhere. <laughs> um, it was a Tuesday night, and I was a front of Slow Records, you know, the legendary of mm-hmm. Records. Um, and I had, I, you know, back then I had a t-shirt, shorts, and. Uh, open cardboard box just to catch coins or what I used to call my magic my magic box, you know. Make it out of something make it out of nothing. So I was be boxing and then um, I'm on comes comes past me he goes, Oh hey bro, how you doing? Oh, hey, bro We have a chat and he goes, Hey um so I got this group got this group together. We've been we've been jamming for quite a while. Um we're gonna be having a uh, practice um on on um tomorrow afternoon do you want to come up in um and check it out it's like oh okay it's just uh whereabouts is it oh it's in brooklyn oh yeah because at the time i lived in mama and in order to get to brooklyn back then you had to catch two buses which was a bit annoying So so he's like oh meet me in town and i'll come pick you up we'll go up the hill okay so he picks me up next day we go up todman street i sit in for um practice session and shortening um afterwards you know he, he's like all right good practice everyone um uh, I want to around to me goes so what do you think and I'm like yeah, it's all right. um you can get uh, you can jam next time you're up here you know see if there's anything you can do with your talent I'm sure you can find somewhere in there's so, oh, okay then're not just join up for fun um so the next day Thursday uh, there was another practice Came back straight away, back up to his house, Toldman Street. Had practice and I was joining in and just finding my way in and all that. And, um, you know, three hours later. Okay, bye everyone. Okay, remember everyone, um, Saturday morning, if you you don't have your own vehicle, um, we're going to be leaving here from 11 o'clock, okay, in the morning. But if you are going to be going, making your own way, then be there by at least Friday, Friday night. Okay, because our because our set is is the next day. I said like, okay then. I like, said bye everyone, and then after that, I'm on Tuesday so He goes, oh, so uh, bro, what are you up to on Saturday? Uh, uh, he goes, what are you up to tomorrow? And I, and I say, oh, I'll probably just go into um, town, just make some money, and you know, go busking and all that. And he goes, no, you're gonna be here <laughs> eleven o'clock in the morning. Eleven o'clock in the morning, we leave here eleven. I'll see you then. Okay, I said like, oh. Okay then, bye. <laughs> so next day, went back up to Brooklyn. He, there he was, um, with all the with all the gear, big van, and hopped in. Started driving. I don't know. I don't know. I did not know where we were going <laughs> at all. I just hopped into this. I just hopped into this van with a bro of mine that I was so trusting, and people who I just met, you know, who I just jammed off. and we were going somewhere. Um, I brought some clothes along because he had said to me, I'll bring some clothes along. And yeah, I had no idea where we were going. Um, pretty much we arrived in Raglan, <laughs> <laughs> go past the township and then there's cones. And big like, drive. Yeah, very big drive. Go past some cones and we turn in and it's sounds Splash. Oh, <laughs> and South, yep, yep. Straight away, if you, uh, anyone out there in New Zealand, if you know the South Splash Festival, yep, that's uh, that's where I was. So pretty much, my first gig with Olmika Supreme was in front of a few a few thousand people at South Splash <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday. You, you know, going from like Thursday, uh, going from like Tuesday night bus game have only have like four dollars yeah, yeah. in my in, you know front of me on on a winter's <laughs> on a winter's night. T shirt and shorts to that. Yeah. <laughs> to that. That you know that was an opportunity, even though I didn't know but I still took it anyway, you know, and yeah, so halfway through the set. Hey everyone, yeah, I I like to introduce my, my my uh one of one of our new members, because uh, 'cause I'm on he has an MPC, a MIDI production centre, uh, where he plays most of his instrumentals from. And sometimes he has to switch over instrumentals and has a loading time, and it usually takes like a minute. Up until then, they had no one to, like, fill in that yeah, silence, yeah. Either that awkward silence, yeah. you know, or no, they didn't know how to play a song while he was loading yeah. up something. So here's me <laughs> boxing either, kind of like, thousands of
2: people perfect (laughs) (laughs) and so as you're doing that are you coming up with it on the spot yeah yeah yeah. i'm coming
1: up with it on the spot just like
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm just looking at man. sadie was asking a question before that i thought was interesting Yeah. Um, yeah i
0: just wondered how much was freestyle and and whether or whether you have like set like pieces that you work on
2: and like whether it's um,
1: repeatable. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I do. I do have. I do have a few. I do have a few sets now. Since I'm way older than what people think I <laughs> am now, because um, you know that's just from years of doing it. But my, um, you know, like like um, I like I like doing the, the impromptu route. Um, it's something that I learned from Imon, but not only through not only him, but he learned it from his dad, the legendary Taj Mahal. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you see how Taj, you know, back in the seventies, how he plays with his band, yes, it could. Yes, you have a you have a chorus, and that's it. All the verses are all pretty much a. like mm-hmm. jazz. It's really like it's pretty much like jazz, you know. It's like here's an idea, run with that, and then, and then whatever's in between, you make up whatever you want, as long as you come back to the one. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: you know, just like pretty colors, always go back to the one. <laughs>
0: So but if you're doing it by yourself, I mean in jazz then normally they're vibing off each other, right? Yeah. But you're doing it by yourself. So, yeah, where, so where, where are your cues coming from?
1: To <laughs> <start>? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's, you know, it's just a, it's just a it's just a, you know, after doing it for so many times and you start you start seeing the form formula straight away. Um um you know, whether it be B box you just say for instance, it'd be like, um, let's just take an idea. So I'll be like <clears throat> mm-hmm. idea there and just put that in the and then I just build on top of that then switch out um, variant transitions you know repeat staccato arpeggiotic you know yeah, there's a song. You yeah, there Love you go. <laughs> <And laughs> there's an original brand new That was me just making, making yeah. something up just using that using, yeah. using that art. Uh, the idea. interesting
0: thing I noticed was that you're like using your hands to do what you would be doing with an instrument, but, oh. but it's all coming out of your mouth. Yeah, right? um
1: there's there's a reason <laughs> behind that and, and it's something that runners do. And it has to do with um, contracting muscles to, to um to uh uh to release other muscle, other uh, other energies and other 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 muscles in the in the body. Uh-huh. Like with runners when they're running, yes, it's their legs that are running, but if they're not moving their hands back and forth, back and forth, then the motion of the legs cannot actually fully stride out. And it's been it's been tested so many times. A runner with his he- <laughs> hands behind his back. Does not run as coordinate as mm-hmm. coordinated as a runner. that can that that puts right, their yeah. hands in front. And the reason, and like with v-boxers or vocal percussionists or any or even like spoken word artists, you know, they they, they sort of uh, try to imagine or manifest as if it was. In this case, may be like some sort of button. Maybe a turntable, table.
0: Maybe you're
1: uh, doing a bit of drumming there, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you know, It's it's all, ma- yeah, it's all yeah. It's all imaginative, but it's the only. It's one way we can sort of uh, um, get the mind into mm. thinking that this is the sound we're trying to do, mm. and it's a it's a habit that a lot of b-boxers do, and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I used to laugh at it a little bit because some some people. You know, some people they would just do the same thing, but then it's like, oh, you know, as I understood over the years, it's like this is the way they're expressing themselves. So, yeah, so it's it's a it's a human habit. You
2: know? Yeah, and it adds to the um, yeah. visual interest.
1: Yeah, you know, and and I've you know, in some some uh, um, skits that I've done, um, especially when I, when I was young, um, I used to do this thing called the mechanic. <laughs> Where I'll just, you know, this is what I did when I was a teenager. You know, when you're a teenager, you come up with all these wonderful ideas. Um, where I'll I'll be in the car, you know, signing up. You know, it's hard for people to see this, but you have to use your ears for this one. <laughs> um, I'll I'll pretend to get my get a key, put a you know, open up the door, be like, you know, step into the car, car, shut the door and get the same key put into the ignition and, it's, and it hardly starts up because it's, because like, <laughs> it's an old car, but it's like. <laughs> and then eventually it will start, you know. You know. Um, I'm sort of skipping the intricacies, but. um. <laughs> And then, then it I was like driving down the road, it's like you know, just listen to about, and then all of a sudden, like calamity happens into the engine. What the hell happened? Get out of the car. Go in the front of the front of the bonnet, open up the hood, he's like. <laughs> um, and then um, from there, I'm just like doing like a musical act, you know, <laughs> trying to musically, um, mus- musically um, explain what's going on. And and it's like, I can't fix it myself. So I take it into a mechanic and I go through this, through know, this whole sort of thing. I can't remember all at the moment, <laughs> but it's, it's pretty funny. And it has to be seen sort of thing. But yeah.
0: So is all your music storytelling in one
1: form or another? Um, well, mm, I believe it. Well, it doesn't have to be total storytelling as long as it's entertaining. Because, mm-hmm. cause like um, that's the sort of schooling I got from Almika. You know, to put on an actual show. You know, even if you're naked. You know, why not not naked like no clothes on, but. Mm-hmm. Make it as in no makeup you know, no flashlighting lighting, no smokes and or smoke and mirrors gone, it's just you that even if you're just by yourself you are so interesting. Mm-hmm. So um it does make it more, more interesting to tell a story of some sort because in because in um it uh it puts whichever appreciative audience member is listening to it, uh, through a journey of some sort, you know, and and able to begin it, um, take him on a journey, and resolve it at the end, so that even afterwards, they like can still remember. Oh, can you do that again, please? Yeah. Oh, remember that. Remember we used to do blah blah blah. Can you do that? Can you do that again for me? My friends say, I want you to see it." You know, that's to make yeah. it. You know? that's, yeah. So. It's,
0: it's- that effect, that audience effect was something I wanted to ask you about because when I talked to you on the street the other day, like there was this guy just standing there looking completely starstruck yeah. and he was just <laughs> like, whoa, man, you know, you oh, really yeah. <laughs> have changed my life kind of thing. Oh, I, I yeah. mean, do you get that very often?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, because now these days, you yeah, have people from all walks of life now. And they coming from everywhere. Thanks to the internet, people can see you from afar and you've never seen them before, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and it's taken me some time to sort of get used to that, you know, because I used to get so, not racked up, but not too sensitive, but I used to feel like, you know, back, back back before the internet became so predominant, especially social media, there were so many, you know, it's like if you really were supporting me, you would know everything, know a lot of things that I've done. But there were so many pretenders who would just drop my name just to, just to make themselves cool, and that's it. yes, I know now that is sort of like one of the points, in you know when it comes to nightclubs, that's exactly what they try, what normal young adults try and do. Not their fault. That's the way the culture's been for so many um so many years. And saying that, um, uh, I used to get so racked up if someone just comes up to me and say, "Hey, beatboxing guy, yeah, that's you," and sort of. You you're not sure if they're being condescending or being yeah. sarcastic because, you know, for all our for all our international listeners, New Zealand has, I believe, has one of the most cynical w- worse forms of sarcasm, mm. and we do it straight to our faces too. You know, someone could actually come up to you, and actually be, uh, defaming your name by using the compliment while the while the undertone of the compliment is actually making a mockery of you in front of their friends it's that sort of oh yeah you're cool eh? and meanwhile they're smirky back their friends like you told you mm-hmm. you know so i came from that sort of that sort of environment and trying to get over that but now these days if someone comes up to me and says hey you know i may have forgotten your name but i remember this 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 this, this this. And it's, oh, thank you you know and then they ask me what have i doing now then i show them all my <laughs> social social media plat- platforms you know all, all five of them you know <laughs> <laughs> um you know everything i've done over the last few years as well which is online which is so out of it you know there you know there's so many proficient online profiles they have over like millions of of followers well we don't know if they bought accounts or not but they have and they have so much content and you may not know you may not know they could be right in front of you you may not know yeah. and and usually the reason why they don't do it in, in real life is because they especially in New Zealand they don't want to look they don't want to look like they're a pop-up ad you know annoying people you know um because of the culture which I'm not you know I don't do that you know so it's if someone comes up to me, I just give you know, I just give them thanks and praise and all that. Yeah, sometimes I talk too much, but that's <laughs> only because I want to give them as much as I can because I don't know when the next time I will see them.
2: So. Yeah, can you tell us kind of how you decided that you were going to just stick to busking? Like you've had a lot of kind of international success. You've been, you know, world big boxing champs, <laughs> world record holder kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but still, you're coming down to Cuba Street.
1: Yeah, um, well, it's. It's my, it's my training ground, you know? Like, that's how I look at it. Um, any artist, any musician will tell you now that one of the most hardest stages to, to um, perform on, you know, whether it be like the great, um, you know, whether it be like great stadiums or, or great football, football um, arenas around the world, they'll all tell you that the the hardest um, stage or area you could or platform you could ever perform on life is is on the street. Um, one of the reason being is because when you go to a concert, they've paid for you. Yeah. The, they paid for the ticket. They know what to expect, yeah. and they're seated. You know, and they're in that seat. They are paid for it. You know, and so you put on a show as as an exchange on the street. You're in the middle of people's everyday everyday living. They don't have to stop. You know. You could be the best in, in the universe. He could be God, you know, and do all the miracles in the world and still take your walk past, kick your kick your coin, kick your bucket over, full of coins, flippy the bird, and they walk off just because they felt like it.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, that's an extreme. You know it's and it's been you know there are videos on YouTube of um world renowned violinists going out on New York subway you know the night before the concert you know and these one these are like ones who get seven figures uh, i mean six figures every night. <laughs> they went out to the New York subway They had no idea who he was, yeah, they just walked past he was there for three hours and he made two dollars oh, 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 oh. You know, and then the next night he's getting 700,000. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, on Broadway, you know, (laughs) he's getting 700,000, you know. That's the reality of it, you know. Um, And for me, like, um, it's always been my trading ground. Yes, it's so hard because there are so many... It, you know, there are so many angles I can get attacked from mentally and sociably as well. Um, you know, the first first of all, like, my size. If a person doesn't know me and they see my, see my size, unless they're a man or unless they're an athlete, they see me and they'll be like, nope, <laughs> pull their kids away.
0: So they're scared of you.
1: Um... Just feel intimidated, you know, yeah. because they may because they may have not seen someone that huge, you know. Because I'm not just tall either, but, but wide and heavy as well, you know. Um, it's all sort of like when you see a grizzly bear for the first time. <laughs> you know, I've seen a grizzly bear for the first time, and and you know. It's, and me being as huge as I am seeing seeing the eight foot grizzly bear <laughs> yeah it's all like that it's, and then I'm like oh true they're probably looking at me like that <laughs> even if I smile they're like thinking that my arms gonna reach over and like take a chunk out of <laughs> me or something I don't know um I,
0: I hate you t- take you away from that <laughs> that metaphor yeah. there um but well, we've only got another five minutes oh, shoot, and, sorry. and <laughs> yeah. what, I, what I really want to make sure you get a chance to do is Um, I mean, Perrine had already mentioned about how you've gone over to the World Championships for beatboxing, and I think there's another one coming up, but but you're hoping to go over to that? Yeah,
1: so um, I'm just going to the the Beatbox Battle World Championships, which is happening in Berlin, Germany. Um, And it's a week-long celebration, but it's also full of championships in many categories there. Um, It goes for a week, um, August the 2nd to the 6th. with uh, many events um, happening around the city, all be box based and all that, um, I'll be going there with uh, as a mentor mainly, um, uh, with um, the other these Zimbabwe boxers who have um, qualified uh, for their for their categories. So that's
0: in the national competition. Yeah. yeah. So um, in
1: order to get to the in order to be at the world champs, you have to have won um, a national championship, um, whichever category mm-hmm. you're in. Um, and you've won that quite a few times, have you? Oh yeah. So so I've won I've won the I've won pretty uh, what they were called the advanced uh, the advanced um, uh, uh, the advanced category uh, in New Zealand six times, you know, which has given me the NZ title six times. That was from two thousand and seven to two thousand and twelve. Um. Oh uh, yeah, I've, I've represented New Zealand twice over there. Um, 2009 into 20, 2015. Um, um, 2009? Yeah, 2009. No, no, sorry, 2011. Sorry, <laughs> 2011, 2015. Um, so I'm, this time I'm going as a mentor just to help the the newer, Boxes, you know, just through with everything, so they're not all alone like how I was, yeah. Because I went there nice. all by myself, you know, having to figure things out. Yes, I got, I got, you know, the first time it took me a while, but it, things worked out, and, and I started getting around. Second time, which is easy, easiest, oh, yeah, I don't need to go. Um, now this time, it's like, okay, I'm you know, I've been here, I know exactly what you know, I've experienced in this, you know, and. On top of that, because now just breaking news, um, I've just entered one of the newer categories, um, which is the vocal scratch um, category. They just they just opened that. I just made it into the deadline because <laughs> um, I, I I wasn't gonna I wasn't sure if I was gonna compete, and I just sent something, and they said, you know, and it's like, okay, you're in. So, um, do you oh, want to give us a demo of? <laughs> I'll try here. Yeah. Um, because yeah, cause it was this morning.
2: Okay. Um, it was this morning <laughs> I had
1: to do it. Well, oh, it's know? too soon. Yeah. Then. Uh, but, um, see what I can do. Uh, oh, 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 pomp 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 Oh, 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 yeah, summer like
0: Oh, side. very <laughs> nice. <laughs> and we've got one more minute, so that was actually pretty great timing. Oh, true. <laughs> I was worried that that might have been a little 10 minutes. <laughs> I was oh, hoping it was going to be 10 minutes.
2: <laughs> I, was, I, was, I
1: was trying to be 10 minutes, not <laughs> bad.
0: Or your 34 hours, was it? Your longest oh, ever? Oh, yeah, <laughs> 34 <laughs> hours. <laughs> but Damn. that's another story. You know, that's another story for another like, day. Yeah,
1: like, like when it comes to my career, like there's so many – yeah, so, you know, like this the AM show as well, you know, then there's also, um, yeah, there's also me um, uh, jamming of George Benson as well.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> there are so
1: many stories that they can be told, but, yeah, that's yeah, are for another time.
0: Right, yeah. I think it might have to be. That's, sadly, you know, we didn't get a three-hour slot here. <laughs> hey, yeah. thank you so much, King Homeboy. Um really encourage you to look him up. And uh, maybe you use some way to help out with getting you over to those champs as well. But we can put all that stuff on our website.
1: Well, because unfortunately I've started from zero. All right. And it's not much time, so I was (laughs)
0: like. Well, thank you so much for coming in. That was very awesome.
1: You're welcome.